Hello and welcome to Backstage With, a new series of podcasts where I, Kiara Lari, take you on a journey discovering backstage roles in theatre. I'm here with the new guest today. Why don't you let us know who you are and what your department is? So I'm Laura Linstead. I'm the head of wardrobe at Disney's Aladdin at the Prince Edward Theatre in London. So what exactly is the job of head of department of wardrobe? What do you have to do? So my department, we'll split it into two. Um, I have a core department of five, and then I have a dressing department of 13. And so my 13 dresses come in on um, a, on a day, and they start at six o'clock, and we do something called a preset. So they preset the costumes and parts of the theatres of where they need to be, ready for that live performance later. And then their job is to make sure that they cover all the costume cues when the actors come off and get them changed and um, do that for the whole show. And then there's another part of the, the job where the wardrobe department, we basically look after the upkeep of the costumes, as I said. So we'll come in on in the morning and we will fix any costumes that have broken the night before. And then because Aladdin's such a massive show, we have 370 costumes. So the upkeep of them is massive. We have beading, we have hot stone in Swarovskis, we have a lot of um, different fabrics that we have to sew together so our job again is to make sure that we keep it looking really sparkly it's such a beautiful show so we need to make sure we keep adding all those bits in so when the audience come it looks looks amazing so how did you discover wardrobe so it was by accident really i didn't even know this job existed until i was 17. so previously um, my grandma taught me to sew so i used to sit next to her and we used to sew like cushions and pin cushions and then we stepped it up and we did a few little clothing and costume for me. And I just really had an idea that I just wanted to do something to do with sewing. So I, at school, did textiles and loved it. And then I moved on to do um, a BTEC in college in fashion and clothing. And like I said, I didn't know this job existed until somebody in my fashion class said, oh, something about wardrobe. I just was like, I don't really know what that is. So um, a friend of mine knew that dressing work existed and just said, why don't you send your CV to your local theatre? My local theatre was the Palace Theatre in Manchester, which is a brilliant, huge venue. And I sent my CV in and I got a phone call maybe a few months later and a big show was coming in. It was a big ballet and um, they needed a lot of dresses and I took the job. And so, um, yeah, I kind of learned there that wardrobe was something that I really liked. And I started as a dresser. I started off um, dressing actors and doing the laundry and different things like that. And then I've slowly kind of built my career up to the job that I am today. Oh, that's so fascinating. Wow. So... Would you, you didn't then go to pursue like higher education to get to here in a city? No, I didn't, but um, there are other people in my department who have amazing degrees. They have degrees in drama, they have degrees in fashion, in costume, in design, um, and I just took a completely different route. I made myself available and I kind of learned a lot of the work on the job, with thanks to my grandma teaching me when <laughs> she was younger. And um, yeah, there's different routes to it. And you know, if you've got the degree as well, it's great on your CV to have it because it's something that shows that you've kind of dedicated to learn something and you can always bring something new to a department and there's some things that some of my department know that I don't because I wasn't trained as a maker um, I've learned to make uh, like recently um, and so I know some things but yeah maybe some people below me might actually know more than I do even though I'm in charge. So what are the different roles within wardrobe that you've done yourself? So I've actually done most most positions within wardrobe I have been a dresser I've been a swing dresser I've been a wardrobe assistant, a wardrobe deputy, and a head of wardrobe, both in the West End and on tour. And do you think, do you think kind of progressing to the different roles has helped you get to head of wardrobe? Yeah, I think so. I think I've had a really good insight into what all do, like all positions do. And so I think from that as well, I don't think I'd ever ask anybody to do something I wouldn't be expected to do myself either, um, mainly because I've kind of experienced, you know, if you've lost 
maybe a costume you really need help finding it so I kind of thought oh gosh I really should help you do that um and so yeah I've kind of got a real good overall look of what what everybody's kind of going through when in the different position that they're doing and it's nice knowing that the head of wardrobe your boss is going to be someone who has been in your shoes and understands and will be there to help you as well it's not someone that you should be like terrified of absolutely not no the idea is that you're in it together and so um you, you want your department to get on so I kind of think that if the job's been done to your best ability and that's all you can give, that's all I can kind of ask for. And so people try, they try. And if people need a little bit more help in some things, you know, you, you're kind of giving them a bit more knowledge of something uh, to take further. So, yeah, we work together. So I guess in hindsight, what's any advice you'd give your younger self now that you've kind of reached a really good pinnacle in your career? Oh, I think maybe everything will just be okay you know a show contract might end but another show will be around the corner at some point so um don't be disheartened if you're not hired first time just keep sending your cv in it just might be the right place at the right time or you might be meeting the correct person at the right time and and if that fall that happens then things fall into place and like even now when when i'm adding closes i don't have a job to go to yet so i'm back in the boat with everybody else i need to go and find another job so I too I'll send my CV out to different production companies different theatres and fingers crossed something will come but it's good to have the option of being able to okay maybe pursue the degree learn all the making of the the wardrobes but also you started working on a show learned everything on the job and now you are the head of department of Aladdin that's so it's, it says a lot so you can learn everything on the job yeah absolutely there is time to do that and there's time to um, learn different techniques like the beading the paint mixing like we discussed earlier hot stoning and things like that and Aladdin's a great show for this. It's kind of like a costume person's dream, purely because the different techniques and the fabrics that are involved. So you get to do all the different things. There's applique going on there. There's a lot of beading in the show. So what's what are the? Can I have a little bit more information about those techniques? They sound really cool, like hot paint mixing or something. Yeah. Like that. So on other shows I've worked on previously, you tend to paint mix, so you'd get some acrylic paint and you'd mix it together to correct. To, um, to make the correct like flesh tone for somebody or maybe the correct uh, shoe leather and you, to keep the upkeep of the shoes you would paint the paint on um, things like with beading you can have large scale amount of beading but it arrives large scale done but slowly you know when you ever pull a piece of cotton all the beads come off and it's our job to fill those in so you sit with your needle and cotton and your beads and you kind of just sit and fill in the gaps and it's actually quite relaxing therapeutic to do actually. that's really it's great nice. yeah, it's lovely. so it is hands-on so having kind of like a technical knowledge is a good skill to have absolutely and it's something you can learn you can absolutely learn it on the job as well amazing what other skills would you say are good to have for working in wardrobe? So sewing's a big one. Hand sewing's great. We do a lot of hand sewing. Using a sewing machine is something that's quite imperative to the job as well. If costumes break, you want to make sure that you can repair it quite strongly. So using a sewing machine is brilliant. Um, we have an overlocker. You can use an industrial machine if you've been trained to or learn to use one. What, what's an overlocker? An overlocker is, um, it, it sews and it, it finishes off the seam in a nice neat so I don't oh. really know how to explain that very well. It's like fancy wardrobe it's sewing. Like on the lining of your clothes you'll see like a funny like looped stitching and it sews and it locks off the fabric and cuts off the fabric so it has a nice finish to it. It's, oh it's okay that that does make sense so it kind of it does make the job much more secure. And yes it does it holds the fabric a lot stronger so when you have costumes on stage you know eight shows a week every day they do start to wear and tear, so it's good to make sure that it's all fixed correctly, which is why your sewing machine will come in. Especially when you have people doing like backflips and dancing. Absolutely, yeah, yeah like yeah. knee slides and things like that, costumes rip, and 
it's natural if you wore the same thing every day. Yeah, I didn't realise how much of the, the job as well as maintenance of the costumes to keep them looking like prim and proper yeah. and perfect every single night. Yeah, and with our show currently, Aladdin, we have, um, like I said, 370 costumes and it's a lot of upkeep. So we have to make sure that we wash them as well and we dry clean them. Um, so as well as the fixing, you have the laundry side of it. And what other skills do you think are helpful that aren't necessarily technical skills, more like kind of personality skills? Yeah, people skills are great. You mix and see loads of different people. You have actors, you have your colleagues to work with. So I think if you kind of can come in and, you know, be friendly and nice and just, you know, you can have to accept certain people can be the way they are, you tend to all just get on. Um, sometimes you can come across people who are hard to work with, but I think it's kind of important to make yourself happy and just kind of do the job and yeah so my next question is what's your favorite thing about working in wardrobe and being the head of wardrobe oh um I just love the costume I think the fabric everything about you it's kind of a challenge you start a show and you start teching it and then once you've kind of put all the costume together or you've um embellished it you kind of look back and think wow I've kind of completed that that looks beautiful um, and so I love working in wardrobe because you always see like progress things kind of come to you and they're kind of broken but you're always there to fix something to make it look better um, and then when you always go to the back of the stage and uh, sorry the back of auditorium and you're watching you're like as a whole you kind of look at something and think wow we've all achieved that together it's quite a nice feeling so I wonder as the head of department how much input you have in kind of the ideas of the costumes or like the original concept together with the director how does that work so it's not really something that the head of wardrobe has to do with. You tend to, as a head of wardrobe, accept a job and the show has already been designed, it's already been, uh, the costumes have been made, so the costumes are actually sent to the wardrobe department. We as a department keep it as it was designed, so we have a lot of costume bibles, and so it has the original swatches of fabric, it has um, the original ideas, the original photographs and designs, so you always have a book to look at to know that you're still putting that concept across. I love that though, the costume bible, that's very funny, I love that. <laughs> also, so what is your daily routine then coming into work here as the head of, the, uh, of wardrobe? So, um, because the show is so big, we have a lot to do. So, one of my department will come in at 11 o'clock in the morning and we'll fix everything that was broken from the night before. Um, and then we tend to, in the afternoon, maintain and fix anything and wash anything. So, if we have a cast member on holiday, we tend to get all those costumes up. We wash them and uh, fill in any beads that are missing and make sure it looks lovely so we can send it out. Um, and we tend to look at all the principal costumes, go through all those, make sure that they look like they're supposed to. And we check the shoes to paint the shoes. Um, we also check underneath the shoes. We're, we're a tap show, so we have uh, tap screws. It's quite dangerous if we don't check them, so we make sure that they're screwed in tightly so that a performer doesn't injure themselves. And we also make sure that the shoes are rubbered so that when they're doing backflips or they're dancing that no one falls over and is injured. So that's another big part of our job. It's definitely a big thing, safety with the, the costumes as yeah. well. Also, I wonder how much you work with other departments within the show? Yeah, we, we work quite closely with the wig department and the makeup department. So um, we have hats, uh, actually with the sound department. So with the mics that sit where they do in the head, we have to make sure that a hat doesn't stop the sound from coming out. Um, and we also work with yeah, hair and makeup to make sure that like, if they have beards or anything like that, that none of our costume is in the way for them. With being the head of wardrobe, is that the head of wardrobe for Aladdin or head of wardrobe for the Prince Edward Theatre? How does that 
work. So the Prince Edward Theatre is a theatre on its own and we actually come over and use the theatre. So I work for Disney, um, so I I go with the show and when the show closes I leave with the show also. So I wouldn't come on to the next production that was here, I'd have to look for another job elsewhere. So you work freelance then? Well I guess so until a company such as Disney or another company would hire me for the show. And is it always like that throughout, throughout the career working within wardrobe? It is in the West End as far as I know, unless you do work for a theatre. Um, I can't think of any that I know of now, but it, you tend to come with a show and leave with the show, really. And what is any advice you'd have for someone who's interested in pursuing a career in wardrobe? So I'd recommend maybe being available is quite a really good thing. You know, you might not really want to go and, um, I don't know, do a, a job one day, but one day that going to that one job might give you a job later on. So I guess just being happy and, and accepting as many things as you can to get a really good feel for what you do and don't like about the job and you can pick and choose what you might want to do but um, I think making yourself available and, and really useful can also lead to great opportunities later down the line. So seeing as you're the head of department when someone brings in a CV what is something that you look for something that stands out for you? So for me I mean as a head of department currently on a huge West End show somebody with experience is kind of imperative mainly because we have numerous quick changes and if you don't have experience in that it can delay your, your tech process so um, what I would recommend is you try and get a work placement somewhere maybe even even if it's a day or an evening just having to see if you know backstage is for you sometimes you can accept a job and be dressing for somebody and think oh my gosh this is really not what I expected this job was I don't really like it some people love it and so you know I think I was one of those people maybe where you would apply for a job and you'd fill your CV out and then you wouldn't get the job and you think oh why and it's probably because you haven't got the experience that's needed for a big West End show so starting on a smaller show or something you're doing at college is great to have because you've kind of learned how backstage is a little bit and putting those things on your CV is really important it shows that you've got experience here and you've you've kind of seen different ways backstage work um, so yeah work placements and making yourself available for anything and then eventually hopefully once you land that really big show then you've got that experience and you'll start to move further up um, up the, the ladder so we do have swing dressers in the show who are people who learn every single dressing track they they know them all and if somebody's sick or injured mid-show they just go and dress it so on my show I have three swings who learn all ten dressing tracks and they will dress them on a different day and um, we have dressers who do the same track every single day and some people do prefer that because it's the same every day um, and then we have wardrobe assistants who are uh, assistants to myself who also do the dressing and they help uh, make, maintain the costume, and then you have a deputy and a head who run the department together. So you're saying that a young person could kind of just kind of just get in contact with like local theaters and smaller shows. They could just put themselves out there. With yeah, which is exactly what I did. As as I said previously, you know, I didn't know wardrobe existed, and so I, on a whim, I just sent my CV to a local theater, and luckily a ballet came in and needed a lot of dresses, and that's where I learnt um, the dressing. So. Um, Lots of different shows come in, so when you work in a local theatre, the show's genuinely only there for a week, so you kind of get to know people and then the show leaves again and then another show comes in. And then the great thing about doing something like that is you learn dressing tracks really quickly. They only tend to tech the show for two days, so you have to read your dressing notes, make sure you kind of know what you're doing, and, and two days later a live audience is out there. So it's a great way of kind of learning how to dress really quickly and actually something I do look at if someone has dressed in a local theatre is because I have 
experience and what they've kind of gone through, I kind of see that they've picked up a dressing track and dressed it within two days. And you're like, that's actually quite impressive for a show to come in that you don't know. And then to help open a show like that is a really good achievement to have. Amazing. And together with kind of, you could even self-teach yourself through the techniques and go on YouTube and stuff. Yeah, of course. So you can always learn the dressing side and always, you know, you could nip into wardrobe and see what they're doing on that particular show. And someone might go, oh, we do this on this show. And you start to pick up different like techniques and ideas and how different shows work and just build your knowledge a little bit more and then when you do become a wardrobe assistant you've kind of got those things from different shows that you can kind of put into your current job that you're in or whatever show you're in. You do have a lot of things to do before the show starts you know preparing everything and make sure it's all ready then when the lights go up what happens to everyone in wardrobe? So we all still continue to work again my department's split into two so the wardrobe department upstairs they still fix and maintain things people are on holiday the dressing team they're literally in the wings or down in the quick change area waiting for that actor to come off so an actor will go on stage and while they're on stage, they'll be presetting a costume for the next person. So when you preset something, you have to think about when you get dressed in the morning, what you'd put on first. So you make sure that the item you put on first would be on the top. Um, and you have to make sure if it's a quick change that you've preset it in the correct order. Because if you don't, it delays the quick change, it delays the actor and they're late for the, their, um, their entrance. So you have to make sure that you've got all that right. In the background of that, they might exit off a different side of stage, so you've got to make sure you collect all that costume, you get to your next place, and costumes can kind of change hands as well. You might be like, oh, here's so-and-so's costume for the next queue, and you kind of swap it around. Um, and so it's really busy backstage. Strangely, I think it's quite choreographed backstage, depending on what show you're on. You really don't want to be stood in the wrong place if someone's running off, so we tend to not hang around in the wings. We tend to be in the correct place, and even if you're early for your queue, that's absolutely better than being late. So some people do hang out a little bit earlier just to make sure they're there, double-check what they've got. Some people double-check the preset, which is great, because if you've forgotten something, you don't want to do that massive run to go and grab something that's quite important for that scene. So. Um, it's constantly busy. Even in the interval, you can be presetting costumes. In Aladdin, we underdress a lot of costumes for our top, top of Act 2, and we have a really big uh, quick change. I think we have 108 costume changes in one minute, so it's really important that we have everything in the correct place. Um, and then Act 2 will continue, and then curtain down at 10 o'clock, and then your job still isn't finished. You've still got to collect the laundry. So uh, all the laundries that um, the cast have worn is all collected. It's put in the washing machines, ready to be uh, dried and sorted the next day. Okay, you said 108 changes in one minute. So at the top of Act 2, we have a number called Prince Ali, and it has 108 quick changes in one minute. How? How is that possible? <laughs> so it's quite deceptive. The number's actually eight minutes long, but collectively the cast are off stage for one minute in total. Um, it's a bit like a production line, so they start wearing four costumes, bless the boys, they must be really hot, but um, they wear about four costumes each, uh, all underdressed, and they're actually all poppered. So um, they go on, they do the number, they exit, they turn up to their dresser, who then has to kind of strip this costume off them really quickly. And not only do they take the costume off, they change their hat and they pick up a prop as well. And then they enter back through the centre back of the stage. Um, and this obviously goes on until the end of the number. So each cast member tends to have three to four costumes they're wearing at once at the top of the number. And then they finish in just the one one costume at the end. So you just peel off costume by costume as yeah. the number goes on. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, they literally must be so hot at the beginning. I guess so. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be in a... <laughs> But then how there must has that ever happened where like you take half of a costume and the, the other half of that it one has, is on? it has happened. I mean we've been here for three years now and things do happen. Um you just learn from that mistake the previous time or double check all your fastings are uh, uh, 
fastened together. Um, but you can't help, it's live theatre and that's the beauty of it. You never know what's going to happen. So, yeah, it's quite, it's fun that scene. Everybody's ready to go because they want it to be right. So. It's like energy and adrenaline. Yeah. And it's, and it's like, let's do it. As well. yeah. And the tech process was very funny because obviously none of the dresses and none of the cast had done it before. So we had all the costume and I think it took us four or five goes to even kind of nail that number because you don't know where you're pulling, what you're ripping. And the other problem I do have with the number is when people start pulling the costume and they're not sure where the fastenings are, the costume then rips, so then we have that job the next morning to do. So again, as a dresser, actually, when you're thinking, when you're doing a quick change like that, before you just grab and rip, you kind of want to go, oh, where are my fastenings? Where is everything? So that you kind of not destroying the costume as you, as you go in that, in that really important moment. Yeah, 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 <laughs> for sure. Now we have arrived at the quick fire questions round. I'm going to throw some questions and you just answer with the first thing that comes into your head. Okay? Oh, gosh. <laughs> what is your favorite musical? The Lion King. Oh, lovely. Your favorite character in a musical or play? Oh, um, I like Iago in Aladdin. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> your dream show to work on? I knew you were going to ask me this question. Um, my dream show is a show that's not here actually. I'd love to work on Something Rotten and it's a brilliant show. Strangely, the costume designer designed Aladdin also and I went to go to watch it in America years ago and it's a brilliant, brilliant comedy musical. Something Rotten, yeah. Nice. Bring it over, it'll be good. <laughs> Someone you look up to within the wardrobe industry? Oh, the costume designers. Without it, you wouldn't have, have a show, would you? So um, there's loads of costume designers that are worthy of noting. I can't think of anybody in particular but, but yeah, yeah they're, they're integral really important and the last question is what is your best memory working as head of department oh I have a great team all the shows all the people that have worked for me you kind of build this little family together and you get to know each other and um, I've been quite lucky to travel as well uh, to different countries with different shows so it's not just the UK that you meet new friends and people you get to kind of meet people from all over the place it's just like nice. how can you travel working within the wardrobe department so depending on the, the show some shows have uh, international venues so in fact my very very first touring show was Miss Saigon and my first venue was Portugal and it was really lovely and really strange and um, yeah it was my first venue yeah abroad and then so the more I've done I've been to loads of really cool countries I've recently been to South Korea um, we took Malay Miz to Paris, which was amazing. It was a brilliant, brilliant experience. So, uh, yeah, it was fun. That's amazing. I think I didn't even know you could travel and stuff. Obviously, I knew there was productions in different countries, but I never thought yeah. that means that everyone gets to travel and see the countries as well as doing their job, which is a massive bonus. It's like vacation and work together. Yeah, there aren't just UK uh, productions. You you can go to different places with different shows, depending on where they're produced. So. Um, if you can get on an international tour, you get to see the world as well and do a job you love. It's great. So it's been absolutely amazing having you here and chatting about wardrobe. Thank you so much for coming. No worries. Thank you for having me. Thank you.